There we go. Hardy and Sons podcast subreddit. Oh, we have a Reddit. We've got a subreddit now. Yeah. So nice. I thought we would come on here and read all the posts from our subredditors who have uh, posted things uh, in the um, past week. Yeah, baby. And we're done. <laughs> That's it? There are, as There's you can nothing? see, there are no posts in our subreddit <laughs> currently. Not, not one person well, posted. Well, I posted. I posted 26 sad. days ago. So stoked everyone is here. <laughs> and uh, and, and we have I, nothing. I upvoted that. And uh, oh. that's where we are. Sean, if I understood how Reddit worked, uh, I would try and help you. But this is, uh, this is foreign to me. This is a very confusing interface. I also don't know how Reddit works. We need someone who uses Reddit to handle our Reddit account. Yes. If anyone logs onto our Reddit, I will make you a, a moderator. I think I know how to do that. Um, but I wanted to put this out there because, as we talked about, the, uh, the Instagram we're not monitoring anymore. No. Keith Mees is uh, doing some polls that are going to tear us apart. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, seriously? I mean, Sean's a great host. Okay, we all know that. I think but I he did sweeped a lot more me. work on Instagram to recruit he people. He sweeped me. Than you did. Yeah, but your people and so I, I'm they don't saying, even listen to the show. I feel like if you don't listen to the show, you're not allowed to vote. Well, then it's just, it's just two it was a popularity contest, Sean. I'm back in high school again. I'm losing. Yeah. So to rip hammer plates, the most popular kid in my high school. <laughs> I just use his name now. Rip hammer plates. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, well, without further ado, we should probably pick up where we left off. I just wanted to put that uh, that Reddit, the subreddit information out there. It's r slash Hardy and Sons podcast. Oh, so very nice. If you need, it's reddit.com slash r slash Hardy and Sons podcast. Uh, and uh, make some noise on there because, again, because we don't have Instagram, we're not logging on and checking it. If you have notes or feedback, this will be a place where we can go without the uh, the minutia of Ooh. being on Instagram all the time. And they can also share and start a community of other, you know, Hardy Boy book fans and, and great stuff like that. Is that how Reddit works? Can you share posts with each other? Yeah, there's even a Hardy Boys uh subreddit here let me uh let me throw this back up yeah. on the screen uh whoops let's write something in that subreddit right now from our account i have actually with 12 upvotes hardy boys podcast you'll see this here oh uh, wow six people commented uh, what they say thanks for sharing this i'll check it out thanks for sharing hadn't known about your podcast till now Literally just reread House on the Cliff tonight. I don't know how they got through that book in one night. <laughs> that, that took us four months. Well, I, Sean, I feel like we should live respond to these people right now. I don't, I don't know what I'd want to say to them, you know? I do. I, I have immediate responses to everything. Well, I feel like you should make it. This would be a, a fantastic opportunity for you You're to right. make a Reddit account and go on I'm going to get on Reddit. Me. Yeah. Hey, guys, this is David. The losing host of the Hardy and Sons podcast. Wait, do you think you're like voice dictating to Reddit right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're, you're not. <laughs> hey, guys. I started off like a YouTube video, too, so don't worry. What's up, everybody? Don't forget to smash <laughs> that up, vote. 
What's up, everybody? I wanted to be the meathead version of that. That's fine. Yeah. Um. So, I just wanted to put that out there again. If you want to uh, interact, the subreddit is a good place for that. Beautiful. Uh, um, Nicely done. When we last left the boys, we were in the middle of a chapter. <laughs> yeah. Con Riley gets a package, correct? I believe so. And I don't remember what page. Con Riley guards the package. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about listening to the last episode before we started this. Because no, it's been like do three that. weeks. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a while, as some might say. Um, I think Every- we had just sort of done the introduction and the boys were just coming up on on con which con is short for constable i believe it's constable riley oh that's right yeah you're right and i don't know that we ever learn his actual name they just call him con riley what if he only has one name and it's just riley or what if it is con and he just that's true happened to be a constable whoa con constable yeah i like that it's yeah. unbelievable <laughs> uh but con is show, short for constantinople yeah not istanbul not istanbul that is right sir which is a great game by the way there's a game called istanbul that i play on my cellular device fantastic it's a fun game. I think it's only in a four ninety nine purchase. That's four ninety nine. Wow. That is yeah. That's <laughs> that's about I'd say four one fourth of a Hardy and Sons. That's one t-shirt. fourth of a Hardy. Yep, that's right, sir. Give or take. Um take. Yes. Um one last thing before we get into this, and I found where we where we left off. Um I think we'll be on uh page one oh six. We did not Book make it far. No. <laughs> but there was a lot to unpack in that first page. We really got to know Con Riley. Yes, we did. Um, I wanted to say that StreamYard here that we're using to record this video uh, and share our screen and such, StreamYard is the platform that we'll be using for the Hardy and Sons Season 3 live finale. Oh. Where you and I can be side by side like this, but then we can also, if I wanted to... Uh, uh, just put this up full screen. I could Whoa, see that. Look at that. See yeah, that? impressive. And so I could do that with each of our individual performers, or we'll still be here. Yeah, we'll still be in the lobby, uh, and we actually have a private chat over on the side. This is not a paid promotion for Streamyard. I just really, really like this platform. Um, but if you see the private chat tab over on the right, I can I can type things that no one else can see. Whoa! And you guys don't know what he just said. I'm going to say something back. If we were live on YouTube, the comments tab would actually show a live feed of the comments coming into YouTube. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Are we going to do the whole podcast in this (laughs) private chat? I feel like we should. I feel like when people have Zoom calls... Like with big groups, I like, oh, like when yeah. I'm in big group calls, I text people like and we talk about how bad the Zoom call is, things like that. <laughs> but I feel like when it's remind just, me never do a Zoom call with you. Yeah, I know. Jesus, I'm barely paying attention. <laughs> but I feel like with it, with just you and I on the video chat, I like yeah. that we still have a private chat going on. <laughs> where, 
<laughs> stuff that we want to keep out of the Zoom. Uh, but it's not Zoom. It's StreamYard. It's StreamYard. StreamYard.com. I'm enjoying this site. Yeah. This is my first time using. Uh, I can see myself being a longtime subscriber. It's an easy thing to use. It really is. Yeah, I gave yeah, you a and link. And it allowed me it, to pick a name. Hammer and... plates and boo, yeah. yeah. Boom! Anything that's like, hey, what do you want your name to be? You're all right by my book, baby. <laughs> uh, well, let's get into it. So uh, the Hardy Boys are in the group that Con Riley has spotted, and these, this group of boys is approaching him. Uh, and there was we had talked about Chet Morton, a boy who was born to be hanged if there ever was oh, one. Yeah. Yeah, dark. Oh, man. Oh, um, man. I forgot about that. Now I'm bummed. Yeah, but... They're, uh, they're also there with the Hardy Boys, Chet, Tony, Phil, Jerry, and Biff. Uh, the whole pack of them were at yeah. the top of 107. <laughs> Still, Tom Riley was in good humor that afternoon, so he unbended sufficiently to bestow a nod of greeting upon the boys, and that is a mouthful of a sentence. That's a great sentence. Uh, to his surprise, they gathered around him. And here's where we already said at the beginning of the last episode this chapter ends in the worst possible way that a chapter could end. Like the last line of this chapter is, I think, my favorite last line of a chapter. Given I gotta go to the it. content and go. the motive of the boys throughout this chapter. Um, so, Colorado oh, yeah. is having himself a good day. Uh, he's made his alimony payment and his kids are taking care <laughs> of he's, he's doing He's doing as good as Khan can. Yeah, he's got Billy on repeat. He is just rocking and rolling he's got, today. He's got what on repeat? Billy, the big mouth bass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got. He's a, not worrying. I he's being he happy. He has a Billy club with him, which is what I thought you were referencing. But he also has the Billy club. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. What has been done with Paul Blum? Asked Frank. <laughs> he's in jail, said Riley, with nice. the portentous frown. He always assumed when discussing matters of crime, he's in jail, and in <laughs> jail he'll stay. Nice. So, nothing beautifully to worry worded. About. Con Riley on the case. Yeah. Paul Blum is not a problem. No. Anymore. He is. He is done being a Paul Blum, and he is in jail. In jail, he will stay. Do you think that sentence will ring true? Yeah, I don't know if that's just a heaping teaspoon of cinnamon foreshadowing, but <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll see where it goes. Uh, but then we get into some some judicial discussions. Yeah, which is very interesting. Uh, one of the boys asks, hasn't he been tried yet? Counselor Not shook yet. His head. The rascal has a lawyer, and the case has been adjourned. Yeah, so this is... In the 1920s, we've talked about the difference between police officers uh, in the public eye now versus the 60s during the rewrites and now in the 20s going back further and how it's a contentious relationship. No one likes the cops. But once again, it seems like the cops are upset that justice is being (laughs) served and that this man is allowed a lawyer. Yeah. And the lawyer has used the legal system to have the case adjourned. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. To which Chet says, not much doubt that he'll get a heavy sentence. Uh, And Chet was carrying beneath his arm a package wrapped in brown paper. 
Ooh, you think this is one of Chet's famous pranks? Or do you think it's his lunch? It could be either. But the last time that Chet was near Con Riley with a package, it was a fake (laughs) bomb at Rocco's fruit stand. So the the fact that Con hasn't just, like, done a stop and frisk on Chet at this point is somewhat Honestly. Remarkable. That's that's that, yeah. some restraint and trust. This fan is none of it are dumb. <laughs> it's a, Jesus. This is uh, this is the definition of a bad Apple police officer. <laughs> Not that he's necessarily corrupt. He's just so dumb. He's, he's just stupid. so bad at his he's job. Dumb, it seems. Dumb. It's a big old dumb dumb. Let's see, what does he do? Uh, I'm trying to refresh myself on this chapter. Yeah, it's been three weeks since you've read this. Yeah. Um, so they start sort of goading Con Riley and, and like inflating his ego a little bit. And so uh, Chet asks, like, hey, didn't you fellas tell me that Lieutenant Riley helped capture the counterfeiter? Asked Chet innocently, turning to the Hardy Boys. And see, it, well, then I'll just read the next. You read the next paragraph. Uh, is that the top of? Bottom of 107, Riley's chest. Ooh, Riley's chest expanded visibly when he heard himself referred to as lieutenant. And when it dawned on him that Chet thought he had a part in the actual capture of Blum, he tried to look as modest as possible, although he did not succeed very well. Oh, I helped. I helped, he said uh, with a deprecatory wave of the hand. Depreciatory? I don't know. You're on your own. Yeah. I'm glad you said it and not me. Yeah. I think I would have said depreciatory, but that's not right. I think deprecatory is right. Deprecatory. Deprecatory sounds weird, though. Deprecatory. Let's let's try this. Uh, Are you going to do one of those Google speeches? Deprec? I'm saying depreciatory. Depreciatory? What did I say before? I'm saying what I said before. I'm going with my gut instinct of what the first thing I said was. Deprecatory. No, hit the hit the play. Uh, did it say that? I don't know that we can hear it. But you can. You repeat it. Deprecatory. Yes! Deprecatory. Well Is done. that like <laughs> deprecation? Uh, it means expressing disapproval or disapproving. Oh. I... Um. That's not how I would have read it. Apologetic or appeasing. I think appeasing makes sense here. Of like, I feel oh, like I, I need I to. Helped. I helped. He's, he's appeasing I, the boys. Yeah, we need to redo that line. I I helped. I mean, I definitely I helped. Well, I think he's trying yeah. to own it now at this point. Like he's starting to be like, yeah, okay, I, I helped. I helped. Like, don't ask anymore. <laughs> don't. I'm confirming your suspicions, but don't don't press me for details. <laughs> Theoretically, he can convince himself that he helped. He is part of the workforce, and there is no I in team. Yeah, that's all fine. Yeah, there's also no I in Paul Blum. No. Now, if he was uh, Polyum Blum, there would be an I. Uh, or Polly Blum. There's also no I in deprecatory. <laughs> yeah. There is no I in deprecatory. If it hadn't been for Officer Riley, the fellow might have got away, said Joe smoothly. He slapped the handcuffs on Blum in the neatest manner you ever saw. He was waiting for us right at the dock. Riley beamed. This was praise, however undeserved. 
And he basked in the admiration of the boys because that's one thing every adult wants is admiration from teenagers. Yeah, and I think that the next, as you finish this paragraph, this is the entire crux of two-thirds of this chapter right here. He told himself that he had perhaps been mistaken in the estimation of these lads after all. They were not mischievous young rascals, but bright, intelligent, high-minded boys who recognized human worth. <laughs> that shows you how low he is about himself. Yeah. Who recognized human worth when they saw it and who respected achievement. Specifically in here, what happened was the boys mistakenly thought that he was a lieutenant. And mistakenly <laughs> thought that he had a role in this. And he has now reversed course to say, these boys are smart. <laughs> they got they got two big things wrong. They are very bright. Uh, maybe I was wrong. These... He pulls out his book of gold star stickers. Just like, <laughs> Peter, Peter, bring me my book. <laughs> You're doing Peter it, comes Peter. Out and he just starts, yeah, boom, boom. He's throwing out stickers left and right to all the smart boys. Uh, well, then he starts to own it. Yes, he said heavily. I got Blum behind the bars, and he won't get out again in a hurry. Oh, yeah, he said, choking on a spoonful of cinnamon foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, he said it as though he had personally been responsible for Blum's capture and personally responsible for seeing that the prisoner was kept safely locked up. Nah, he won't get away on you, Lieutenant Riley, said Chet. Con Riley's opinion of Chet increased. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? The boy had mistaken him for a lieutenant. The mistake was natural enough, perhaps, but it would have to be corrected. Officer, he pointed out sadly. Not lieutenant. Officer. Do you mean to tell me that you're not a lieutenant? <laughs> Exclaimed Chet in well-assumed amazement. Not yet, replied the officer, leaving the impression, however, that it was only a matter of hours before such promotion should be in his natural course of events. So they just start doing like they, they just keep going. Like, can you imagine that? The, there's the police force for you. They keep a solid brainy man like <laughs> Riley here on the beat and let fellows like Colleg be chief. It's wrong, I tell you. And everyone's agreeing and. Riley's just, you know, I, I got to be patient. And Chet's saying, there's a limit to the patience. Never mind. My, my turn will come. Uh, you're just right. And, you know, we'll try to stir up some public opinion and, and see if we yeah, can influence the public a little bit. Uh, if, Feeding the goat. Yeah. So Con Riley is, is amped up on these boys now. He is, these, these are his cheerleaders, his hype men. <laughs> yeah. He's down with these guys. He's finally got a squad. Yeah. Uh, you are the only man who can wake this city up. Whoa, is that actually a line? Yep. Middle of 110. Followed by Con Riley, a trifle dazed by this avalanche of flattery, but nevertheless feeling that every bit of it was deserved and that the boys deserved credit for their perception, he beamed with appreciation. Yeah. I always thought you had a sort of grudge against me. Uh... Why don't you take Chet, second to last paragraph on 110. We may have been a little bit troublesome at times, agreed Chet regretfully, but that was because we didn't understand you. I mean, after this, you may depend on us. Your time will come, Mr. Riley. 
your time will come. <laughs> Very interesting. And now... Very interesting. Have you seen the movie The Prestige? Yeah. Uh, I don't, There's two I don't birds. Know, I don't know why. I no, would I'm ask sorry. You that's the Hugh Jackman one. No, that's what I'm talking that's, about. Is that the is the Hugh no, Jackman okay. and, and Christian Ball? Sorry, I, I always get confused if the Prestige is the Hugh Jackman one that I like or the one with Ed Norton that I never watched. Oh, that was like The Illusionist or something. The Illusionist. That's what it is. Okay. okay. Yes, The Prestige. Yeah. That's the Nolan one. The Prestige. Yeah. That's my that, Michael Caine. That's a Prestige. <laughs> uh. I think of that all like anytime I surprise myself with something, especially like if I'm editing and like yeah. just a, a cut ends up in the perfect spot and like the piece just works like on accident, I say aloud like that's the press stage. <laughs> but but here I feel like with the magic trick that is this chapter, there's the promise, the turn. Ooh. And the prestige. Those are the three parts of the trick, <laughs> uh, as as described. You got a pretty good cane. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's well earned. Oh, I appreciate that. I mean, it's not as good as my my Danny Glover or my Don. Yeah, Danny Glover. <laughs> Wait, in, uh, what's the line from Shooter again? I was I trying guess to tell Bob a friend. Bobby didn't think he was expendable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do a lot of voice work in my spare time. Oh, it's uh, good. So, it's fantastic. That's remember we do have a voice acting class that goes for ninety nine ninety nine. Ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, and we on have sale during the pandemic. It's normally one ninety nine ninety nine. It's now one hundred dollars off. Yes. Uh but there is a tax, which is ninety nine ninety nine. But so Brett Hoy actually took our class and did get a voice acting gig. This needs to be known because I don't you think enough hear, people are signing up. You can see his IMDb credit for Pizza Party Polly. Oh, Lord. Is there really an IMDb credit there for it? There better be. If yes. not, his I will make it. role. Yeah, it's the only role he'll ever get, too. That's where he checks out. Going out on top. Ah, uh, Pizza Party Polly. Pizza, pizza Party Polly Blum. Hey, it's a pizza. Did you hear my Polly Blum joke in there? It was subtle. I, went, I heard pizza party Polly Blum. Yeah, I took Paul Blum from our story and made it Polly Blum. Oh my god, that is awesome! Isn't it? It's so awesome that pizza it wasn't noticed party the Polly first two Blum. times I said it. Yeah, that's, well, uh, that's, third time. Yeah, charm. that's gotta be something. So yeah. Digression aside, this whole first part of the chapter has been the promise, and now we have the turn. The, the second part of the trick. Yeah. So the, the promise, if you remember from the prestige, he's showing the bird, puts the bird in the cage. That's the promise. And then the turn is when they the cage collapses. Yeah. Disappears. That's the turn. And then when he produces the bird, a live bird, that's the prestige. Yeah. Well, you didn't say it right. Oh, sorry. That's the prestige. Thank you. So here we, we've been given the promise. And now here's the turn. Get in the turn, baby. Go ahead. Get that last paragraph on 110. You got it. I don't know where I'm at. With this fine oratorical effort, Chet produced the package from beneath his arm. By the way, he said, I wonder if you would mind guarding this package for me, Mr. Riley. You'll be here for the next 10 minutes, won't you? A doubt flashed across Riley's mind. I'm on 111 now. Um, I'm there. Okay. 
Why don't your friends look after it? We're all going to be together, and we didn't care to wait. If a man by the name of Muggins comes along and asks Ooh. for it, you'll give him you'll give it to him, will you? Riley took the package. I'll take care of it, he promised. I imagine there's a wink in there too. Yeah. I would Or a smile with a little uh glowing tooth or you know, one of those Bing with a little uh deprecatory wink. <laughs> Uh, so Chet says, I wouldn't trust it with anyone but you. He declared solemnly. You can trust me. I'll look after it. And if your friend Muggins comes along, I'll see that he gets it safely all right. I feel like he pats his stomach after he says that. I don't know why, but it just feels like the right thing to do. Yeah. (laughs) Deprecatorily (laughs) pats his stomach. Yeah. So we've had the promise, and now here's the turn where there's Ooh. been this, like, what's going to happen? Yeah. And it's Who's important this muggins? to know that in the prestige, as they describe the three phases of a magic trick, the promise, the turn, they're saying the prestige isn't just the reveal, but it has to be something that confounds the expectations. So it's not just like the cage reappears and the birds in it again. Like it has to come from someplace else. It has to like, like what makes it, it's not just like the bird in the cage cage disappears. And then the cage reappears, like cage disappears. And then the bird appears from somewhere else. Yeah. And that, it's the Kansas city shuffle, baby. Yeah. Yeah. They look right. He goes left. And that's the press stage. <laughs> so here we have the turn. And Con Riley has been given a brown package and told to wait and give it to a guy named Muggins. And before we find out what the prestige ends up being, we're allowed to, just as in a magic trick, really explore our own expectations for what could happen. Yeah. Because I know what you're probably thinking, listener. Oh, the package is some sort of goof, and it's going to, like, put whipped cream all over Con Riley. Like, there's going to be some goof that happens to con <laughs> riley and everyone's gonna have a laugh at con riley and i, I thought it was all you, bees it was all bees it was filled with bees oh, that'd be a good one yeah but <laughs> again that's what we're expecting and for there to truly be a prestige it's got to be something more and so yeah we're just gonna let this build Oh, nice. This build here See, that's how you set up tension. The, toward the prestige. That is how you set up tension. I'm not talking much... about what Leslie's doing. I'm talking about what you're doing, what you just did with the audience. With the podcast? With the podcast. I'm, I don't even know what's about to happen. See, but what I'm doing. You got me riled up. I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. <laughs> this literary For those listening, he's holding up a book of the Hardy Boys. Yeah, this is. Secret of the Old Mill, 1920-something? 1928. 29. 28. 29. 27. 30, 7. 27. 27. Exactly what I said. Trust the gut instinct. Okay. So, if I, if I may start to blaze through a little bit of the next two pages. Oh, Johnny Blaze. Uh, so, Chet thanks Riley, and the boys disappear around the next corner. Uh, Riley with the package under one arm, leans against a post and thought well of himself and of the world in general. He completely revised his opinions of boys and particularly, whoa, that's a bit. Of boys? (laughs) He completely revised his opinion of boys 
kind of like boys. And of Chet Morton, whom he now regarded <laughs> as, as an exceptionally intelligent lad who would make his mark in the world. Riley Ooh. was glad that he was able to be of service to Chet by minding the package for him. Yeah, maybe it's a typo. Maybe it meant to say revised his opinion of the boys, but <laughs> apparently Khan had some preconceived <laughs> notions about about boys and Chet just turned around. I think that it's cuz he was him. picked to me Khan in high school was the guy who didn't have any man friends. Which is it what was we call of, them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man friends. A lot the of boys. boys have man friends. They got this the boys. Is all normal, you know what I'm saying? Healthy stuff. Like when when you go out, you're hanging out with me. Jesse's like, "Hey, where are you going, Sean?" You're like, "Hang out with the boys. I'm gonna go hang with the boys." I know you say that. See, he never had the boys. You know, yeah, he's, I, I he's just and now, only had himself. Now, now he's finally got the boys. He's revised his opinion of boys. Yeah. So the package is not very heavy. Uh, he was curious as to its contents. Chet left the impression that it contained something valuable because he wouldn't trust anyone but Riley to guard it. That in itself mm, was a compliment. A mistake. Leslie right here is doing a great job of being a narrator, but narrating inside of Con Riley's head without all the quotations. And I feel like we've seen that in the rewrites where it's like yeah. Frank thought, boy, it sure is quiet in here, but it's like in quotes. <laughs> yeah. They have whole conversations where they're just <laughs> thinking silently in quotes. And this is where the narrator is sort of letting us, you know, into the mind of Conrad. Form in our a own conclusions way. to yeah. what he's truthfully thinking. Form his own dialogue, which is nice, which is writing. Yeah. So he just keeps reflecting. Big paragraph. Uh, he was naturally a sleepy man. Uh, he normally would take a few covert naps uh, during the day. And uh, and he's starting to drift a little bit, and it's five o'clock, and there's a it's rush hour, so there's just crowds running around. Suddenly, the shrill jangle of an alarm clock sounded. Mm. Riley started violently, straightening up, blinked, and looked behind him. The alarm clock trilled steadily. So people uh, nearby started to look at one another. He looks up into the air, down at the pavement, uh, and still this alarm clock, this mysterious alarm clock rattles on. Then Riley became aware that the alarm clock was in the package under his arm. Ooh. So we can see our turn coming to life just a little bit. Yeah. Really starting to... The sprinkles. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, the crowd became aware of that fact as well. Someone tittered. And someone else laughed outright. Ooh. Carry your own alarm clock with you now, do you? Asked a man, not a boy. Yeah, asked men. <laughs> Riley. He still doesn't like men. No. Hasn't, hasn't got His there yet. His opinion has not changed on men. Boys, <laughs> yeah. he came around on. Men, not so much. Riley felt very foolish. He was tempted to throw the package away, but instead held it gingerly by the string and pushed his way through the crowd. The unremitting alarm clock rang loudly. Time to wake up! Shouted a wit in the crowd. Also, his opinion on wits has not changed. <laughs> Still staunchly opposed. <laughs> Riley flushed and hast hastened on down the street but the alarm clock shrilled relentlessly that tinkling bell seemed as though it would ring forever 
And as Riley hurried on his way to the people, turned and stared and laughed, and boys began to follow him. Oh, small boys began to follow him. Uh, the tiny version of the boys. While all the time the bell <laughs> trilled on without a sign of weakening. So now he's just got a, a uh, kind of a, uh, what's that, what's the, the line, the uh, conga line? He's got a conga line of little tiny yeah. boys following him. My name is Cuban Pete. I'm, I'm the, the king, king of, of the, the rumpa beat. And when here I play we go, maracas, chick, chicky, go boom. chick, chicky, boom, chick, chicky, boom. I feel like when you hear my small package, it goes chick, chicky, boom. In this case. Yeah, it goes chick, chicky, alarm clock. And his name could be Con and Pete. Oh, there you go. Eh, look at us. We look, should we write wrote a the song. mask, too. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, we definitely should. I think it should star Jamie Kennedy. I've just got a weird gut feeling. I'm not here to tell you you're wrong. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's the support I need. Flower me up like the boys did to Khan. I need it. Uh, his, I, I understand his feelings. Yeah. Yeah. You can put your, <laughs> you can you can get there. Thank you, Sean. I, you, I really can get there. Uh, yeah. So his journey down the street was a triumphal procession. The crowd of small boys following him swelled to the proportions of a parade. The bell mm. rang on. Con Riley was the center of interest. He did not know what to do. If he threw away the package now, it would be an admission that he had been Ooh. the victim of a practical joke. But the longer he kept the package, the more the crowd laughed and the louder the bell seemed to ring. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is the turn coming to life, as we've talked about. Like, So he was given the package and coming from the promise of, you know, a, a a relaxing, peaceful day where Con Riley's on top of the world, respect to the boys. This package <laughs> turns into a carnival of people laughing at him. His steps become faster and faster. Uh, and across Con Riley's mind flitted certain phrases of Chet Morton. Your time will come. You're the only man who can wake this city up. We shall see that your qualities of leadership are recognized. I feel like the saw music also came on as he is remembering all this dialogue. <laughs> Just in dun, 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 some, dun, 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 some twisted dun, dun, dun. flashback. <laughs> With a mutter of wrath, he flung the tinkling package into the nearest alley, which is littering. Littering and? Littering and? Littering and? A uniformed street cleaner who was just emerging from the alley received the package full in the chest and sat down very suddenly. So littering and assault. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was the setup, he, and that was the prestige. Was that the prestige? Of our just joke. The joke that we just made of the littering and. The super troopers oh, joke okay. just there's got the prestige. Mini, there's a mini prestige within the <laughs> Within the prestige. prestige. We had an inception of prestiges. This is prestige prime. <laughs> Nested within, it's a calculus thing. We should write a sequel to Inception and Prestige as one movie. Called Inception Double Prime Prestige Prime. Yeah, I would watch that movie. That's a Nolan film that I would uh, see and enjoy. Uh, so I know what you're thinking. We This is what we expected to happen. No, I was thinking about puppies. Oh, I never know. Yeah, I know. That, so don't don't claim that you know what I'm thinking. I guess thinking. I'm speaking more for our listeners because you know what's coming. Okay. Yeah. So the street cleaner flung the package back at Riley, and the crowd whooped with glee 
The package <laughs> fell into the street, the bell still ringing, and one of the small boys picked it up and ran after Riley, asking if he wanted it back. What does whooping glee look like? Um, do you know what whooping cough is? Yeah, it's something babies get. It's babies or dogs? Babies. Babies get whooping cough. Can anyone get whooping cough? Uh, I, I haven't heard of it outside of a baby. Well, that's a good question. See, whooping cough is a highly contagious respiratory tract infection. In many people, it's marked by a severe hacking cough, followed by a high-pitched intake of breath that sounds like a whoop. <laughs> Before the vaccine was developed, whooping cough was considered a childhood disease. Pertussis. Ah, it's called yes. Bortitellum pertussis. Pertussis, of course. Yes. <laughs> And what's That's what's whooping. fun, if you can see this on the screen there, this boy who has whooping cough, <laughs> Con Riley has changed his expectation of boys like this. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I want I want I'm gonna make a shirt. Of that boy, and it's just going to say, Con Riley no longer hates you. Or something along those lines. There's something more clever there. But that boy has the best face. He looks so stupid. And I know that he's got the whipping cough, but he looks so confused. He looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Look how stupid he looks. What is he doing? It's like he's got a mouthful of marbles. What I don't get about this photo <laughs> is his eyes like it, it clearly looks like a photo where he's being caught off guard by like oh are you taking a like he's looking right into the camera but it's it's a painting <laughs> why, why would you paint someone with this look of like candid discovery <laughs> and that is the whooping cough prestige i'm laughing i feel like i'm laughing as hard as buddy love does at reggie when he goes to the comedy show, <laughs> Reggie's telling your mama jokes. <laughs> uh, I finally feel Buddy loves pain. Oh Lord! <laughs> <laughs> why, is he, why is he making it? It's honest to God. Yeah, it's <laughs> no. He's just so stupid. He's so. <laughs> <laughs> he even he's got a little highlight under his nose as if a little bit of snot is running out being but caught by the light his, from the window in the background it's his lack of chin his mouth just essentially droops into a chin it's just so weird looking he's just an, an undefined person he's like a blob it's like when of, you do a creative player but don't change any of the uh, <laughs> any of the parameters oh oh, oh. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Jesus, save me. With a matter of wrath, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so <laughs> mopping his brow. Oh, sorry. Th thus he was pursued to the police station until the bell of the alarm clock ceased to ring, and only then did the crowd scatter, which I have to hand it to the crowd, who kept, like, these people, it was 5 o'clock. They like were getting home. They needed to go home and cook dinner for their families, you know, all this stuff. And everyone was yeah. like, hey. Let's all make fun of Con Riley. He's got an alarm clock. <laughs> Let's detour all the way to the police station. Yeah. And make fun of him. 
Oh. But I would say I would say again, this is the turn completed. And I am yes. unimpressed if the chapter ends here. This is not the prestige. That's not so, the prestige. Even though this seems to have come to an end, allow us to finish the chapter. So, mopping his brow flushed with anger, Riley took refuge in the station and vowed vengeance in the future on all the boys in Bayport. Which I that think was a quick turn. Yeah, particularly high school boys, most especially Chet Morton's gang, and most absolutely and positively Chet Morton himself. Nice. That's that's a, a quote from the book. This is his his life's mission now. Uh which I think would make a good spin-off series of like Con Riley versus Boys. That's not a bad idea. Just taking down boys in Bayport. Yeah. Ooh, it this can be like falling down. Have you heard of Bad Boys? This is oh, Bayport yes, I Boys. Have. Oh. That is yeah, you nailed it. It's so good. But it just starts at two. Let's just start it at two. Yeah. Uh, as for that worthy, in company with his chums, he had witnessed the alarm clock parade from a convenient corner across the street and was now limply making his way toward the Hardy's barn, pausing every now and then to burst into shrieks of laughter at the remembrance of Riley's undignified, undignified flight. Do you want to pick up here? Yes. But when the Hardy Boys and their chums reached the house, they found their father hastening down the front steps. I just had a telephone message from the police station. It's a good he Fenton. said. I like that Fenton. Yeah, I do too. What's what's the matter? asked Frank, while the other lads looked at another at one another guiltily. Had Riley reported them? Paul Blum has escaped from jail. Said Fenton Hardy. And that's the prestige. <laughs> <laughs> and what a prestige. So of course he not escaped only are they distracting and humiliating a police officer who <laughs> whose job it was to, you know, keep things safe or whatever, who had arrested Paul Blum, all this. Not only do they distract him, but this ends with an actual criminal escaping from jail. Yes. Yes. And that is the prestige. <laughs> this episode has to be called The Prestige. Oh, I, I think, yeah, absolutely. It's and, a given. And I'm it's not a given. convinced that this chapter was not co-written by Christopher by Chris Nolan, Nolan himself. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Whoa, we should reach out to Chris Nolan. We should start a petition to... Get this chapter in front of Chris Nolan and ask if he wrote it. This seems like a job for the subreddit. This definitely seems like a job for the subreddit. Who's ever on it? Ooh. Ooh, someone's pulling something up. My screen shifted. Yeah, I'm just putting that kid back on there. Oh, you dog. I have the uh, the book over half the screen so I could just see you. Ah. Uh, it covers me. Oh, that's right. You're reading a... Uh, a PDF. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic too. I can, uh, I can highlight everything. I mean, this PDF made my life. Yeah, thank you, thank you again to, uh, to Peter for making that happen. Um, yeah, and I wanted to give a shout out uh, to uh, Caleb. I, I shared, yeah. it, I shared it with you in the Superfans text, but uh, we have a new listener uh, who happens to be from Missouri, 
I believe. Oh, I didn't know he was from Missouri. I believe that's what he said. P.S. I'm Good also man. in Missouri. How crazy is that? It is crazy. But <laughs> as, as we know, Missouri is a hotbed for Hardy Boys listeners. Yes, that's where they're all at. All six of us. Yeah. <laughs> and whether that's because Missourians have a, an interest in the Hardys or it's because we are here and our four friends that listen live here. <laughs> are also here. Yeah. yeah. Just because they've met us and, and listen. Uh, we used to. I used to follow analytics, and I remember we did have some overseas listeners. Uh, we. I don't know if that was a mistake. We did, and we do. And I remember getting very angry at uh, the age group of our listeners. It was just our age. I was like, "Where are the older listeners? Where are the boys?" Uh, so, giving you a quick rundown here: uh, geographic location, ninety-three percent from the United States. Uh, nice. Forty-eight percent of that is Missouri. Oh, wow. 13% California, 10 Virginia, 8 Illinois, then Pennsylvania, Mississippi, Washington, Alabama. Uh, oh, And at the yeah. bottom of the list is Alabama Arizona. man! Hawaii on there as well. Oh, who's from Hawaii? Hit us up. Send us a message. Uh, I wouldn't mind going to Hawaii. Maybe you could uh, you could let us record an episode in, in your, your awesome house. Man, we have listeners, Canada, Ireland, Sweden, Italy, Australia, India, Austria, the United Kingdom, Zimbabwe. Z- who's listening to us in Zimbabwe? <laughs> I don't know. Can I? Not enough. I don't believe that. Not enough data. That's a to, lie. That's a mistake. more specific. Argentina, Germany, South Africa, and Saudi Arabia. Wow. We have a Saudi Arabia listener. And with all I of those countries. I guess that makes sense. With all of those countries and all those states. 97% of our listener base is male and 1% is female. Oh, we have we have fallen down oh so hard. 2% What's the other? is yeah. not specified. Uh and th- so this is according to Spotify. That's the Morlocks. Apparently. According to what? Spotify. So this is not completely uh, Okay, comprehensive. yeah. Yeah. Uh 18 to 22 is 73% of our listeners. Uh, and 45 to 59 is 20%. <laughs> you, okay. Even though in all of that, Spotify makes up only 24% of our listeners. Oh, uh, so this, okay. uh, this is just the Spotify analytics. Yeah. I wonder if, if Apple would give us a more detailed breakdown. Yeah. You know they would. You're darn tootin' they would. That's where most people – that's where I listen to it is Apple Podcast. Same. Yeah. Let's see if I can do this here. Oh, there was a noise. Yeah, this is good content here. (laughs) Well, the people have to know who's listening to the show. Yeah, because everyone cares. Yeah, they care where our listeners are from. As much as a given. And I don't even know that it's going to give us details here. Not enough data to give us an overview for this show. That's a cop out. Trends, there's no data available right now. Episodes. Man. Yeah, this is this is disappointing. We I can't, gotta change I'm, this. I'm sorry to our listeners for for having put up with this delay only to, to learn nothing. I'm so sorry. That is the prestige. And that, that was not <laughs> the prestige. Uh, is there anything you, you want to say in wrapping this up? Um, I don't know. Is it a good time to go to a break? I think we're going to call this an episode. We've been an hour. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to call it uh, an episode. 
we may record another one right after this, but do we end it on a break though? What do you mean? Do we go, cut to a commercial break and then come back and then end it? Nah. Nah. Yeah, we've pulled that joke once before. Do you think uh, – here, I'll, I'll put this out there. And add, if you've made it this far into the episode, this is the last thing. If you make it to the subreddit, I would like to know, would you still listen if we did a single ad up front instead of taking an ad break in the middle? Because like here you we've know, got it's... this episode that's like 50 minutes long. And I could you know, shoehorn an ad into the middle of it. Or if it starts with an ad and then we play the episode – that works. I like the ad in the middle because it's like a little intermission. It, uh, I do. We just we just missed the yeah. opportunity today. Yeah. Well, here's the. But I like the you. idea of starting this one off with an ad. It's just going to confuse people. Could you play half of the ad up front and the other half in the back? No. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I have some limitations. Yeah. Hmm. Alas, this one we'll just make this one ad free. We'll correct that mistake moving forward. We'll make our sure we take adless. a break. Our first adless. First adless. Yeah. Uh, well, not really our first adless. No, we did them without ads for a long time. Yeah. It's going back to our roots. This is the roots episode. So this was comparison part uh, part eight, part two. Last one was part <laughs> eight, part one. This is <laughs> part two of two of part eight. Uh, which means that uh, I hope. Oh, no. You got it. I have faith in the you. The video, the the video recording adds a little bit of pressure. I feel like. Just cover yourself up. That's what I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> can you see me, Sean? Can you I see me? I have cataracts. I can't see anything. I don't know why we keep video chatting. <laughs> I also can't read. <laughs> Even if my eyesight was perfect, I just don't understand. Oh, well, you got hopefully. It. Things will be fine when we get to chapter nine. I know. No. Uh, no. No. Vetoing that. <laughs> Terrible. Wow. In a Hopefully first. things will be fine when we get to chapter nine. <laughs> no. That's, no. You're better you're than that. You're way smarter than you're that. You're better than that. Sean, you are the smartest, funniest person I know. Let, let me con Riley you for a second. Let me inflate that. Let me okay. get that goat. Yeah. David. Yeah, here we go. That line was divine. And <laughs> you don't know where to take it. And I'll see you in comparison part nine. That rhyme was a crime. Let's just go to chapter nine.